1: you are listening to the preacher boys podcast a podcast shedding light on decades of mental physical and sexual abuse within the independent fundamental baptist movement the testimonies shared on this podcast are told from the personal experience and perspective of the survivors
0: Well, I am back from Costa Rica and what an eventful trip that was. (laughs) So right before I left my trip and again, before I start this video, let me just say this video is not to uh, just slam anybody or or things like that. Um, People know who I'm talking about who do, people who don't don't and that's fine. Um, I I appeared on a show, uh, just an impromptu live appearance on a show and, uh, basically my inbox blew up with people just saying, Hey, do your research, <laughs> make sure you know who you're jumping on with. And I learned a valuable lesson and, uh, or, or I guess I should say relearned a valuable lesson because I used to always pride myself on the fact that I researched so heavily who I got involved with and, uh, spent so much time making sure I felt comfortable about it. And so I jumped on this impromptu live, found out, you know, th- there's a lot of very concerning, problematic things about the person that I jumped on. Jumped on the live with, and uh, anyway, it was a good, a good eye-opening moment for me. But one of the reasons a lot of people are asking why did you decide to rescind my, you know, your invitation to them to come on your show? Uh, why did you, um, you know, why you go out of your way to kind of distance yourself? And um, you know, there were there were a lot of reasons. There was a lot of things that they had been involved in that were concerning to me. But one of the biggest things that was concerning to me was this person has a very large following, had, you know, has published 10, 20, 30, 40 videos about the Josh Duggar scandal. And all of this, uh, I mean, all of this since the last actual hearing took place and what that really did it, it it reveals a problem I think that happens within a lot of advocacy channels, whether we're talking podcasts, YouTube, blogs is that sometimes the line between advocate and creator becomes unnecessarily and I mean horribly blurred uh, and here's what I mean by that uh, the most poisonous thing, that can happen to a channel that is priding itself in reporting the truth is to start mixing in facts with speculation. I try to respect, I try to restrict myself on this show from veering too much into that realm. There's definitely times I give an opinion or I feel like something's this way, but then there's times I'm sharing specifically like, here's what's happening. And you have to be really careful. A situation like the, jo- the Josh Duggar story, we know roughly what's happened. He's been arrested. We know the actual charges that are there. We know the kind of situation that's happening. We know what was revealed in the initial hearing. What's genuinely concerning to me is that there's YouTube channels and podcasts that are putting out episode after episode 30, 40 minutes talking about, you know, well, did Jim Bob do this and orchestrate this and did this person connect with this person? Did this person share this? Did this person close to Josh say this? Did Josh write this in his journal in 19, you know, 99? Like there's so many videos being put out, cranked out, and the reason is because it's getting a ton of views. Like this content gets a lot of traffic. And if I was purely just a a video creator marketer, I would be doing the same thing. Like my video on Josh Duggar is the most or maybe the second most viewed video on my channel by a long shot. It's like 70,000 views or something like that. The content creator in me would go, oh man, I got to crank out another one. Let me just start speculating about what I think is happening and give commentary on this and start looking through old Duggar clips for this. But that's been my last video on the subject. Uh, like last full video, I've done maybe two or three TikToks, you know, with the Todd Friel thing and all that. That's that's on here, but you have to avoid just purely speculating about what's going on with these cases because the reality is we don't know. And the people who claim they know, or the people who claim they have a, a source out there, I mean, here's the thing: if there's a legitimate source out there, they're not going to a YouTube channel with you know, whatever, however many hundreds of thousands of followers, they're going to go to CNN or Fox or one of these actual outlets. So it's just really, um, it's just really concerning to me. It's a trend I'm seeing more and more among people that claim to be advocates or claim to be reporters or, you know, fill in the blank. And we just have to be really careful whether we're talking about the IFB, the IBLP, the SBC, like you have to stick with the facts. And sometimes the facts aren't as sexy and juicy as we need them to be. But here's the thing. These stories don't need to be enhanced. The the stories are what they are. They need to be shared and it's the reason that sometimes on my on my show it feels like things might slow down or things might pick up cuz sometimes stories happen in bursts. Sometimes there's not a big story and when there's not a big story, you have to have the integrity to step back and say, "Okay, I don't need to speak into this right now. I don't need to share every thought, every whim." Uh, When the Josh Duggar arrest happened and we didn't know any details, I was sitting on the couch. I was downstairs. I looked at my wife and I said, I guarantee you, I, I told her, I said, I guarantee you it was either human trafficking or child pornography. I didn't post that to preacher boys. I didn't post that in my discussion group. I told my wife in our own home, the two of us, I told her what I was convinced it was. And so the next day, when that came out, and the news was actually there, and I can actually report on it, I did an episode on it. I did a live stream. I talked about it. I read the articles verbatim. That was the content. I didn't go into speculation about you know what Jim Bob did or what Michelle did or what any of these folks did. Um, again, we all have our theories of stuff. We all have our own opinions or beliefs of what drives certain situations. And this is not to brag. I, again, this is not to me bragging on myself. <laughs> um, this is not me saying, "Oh, I'm so smart and everyone else is so dumb." Like that's not the case. What this is saying is just one of the one of the biggest concerns to me as someone who considers themselves to be an advocate, as someone who considers themselves to be a content cr- creator within this this world, is I just see a lot of people. If you're watching this, and you are one of these people, like prioritize the victims over the story, prioritize truth over clicks, prioritize, you know, helping people over financial gain and don't start doing sloppy reporting simply because it's going to get you a little bit more attention and fame, you know, e- e- even with this video, like if I went off bashing or blasting the person who I'm, I went live with, and again, I'm sure most people watching this know who I'm talking about, you know, like all this stuff. like. I'm not going to even say their name or their gender or their channel, because one, people don't need that head, head over there, um, legitimately don't. Um, the people that do you know, have their own opinions, I'm not going to say do or don't comment your own. There's been a lot of great people that have defended my channel and me. I don't feel the need to be on the offensive with that stuff. Um, but I don't need the extra clicks that I would get by including their name. I don't need the extra clicks by saying here's what I think is was said about this or me or and uh you know I I had a channel reach out, I gave them a couple answers to some questions they had, and I feel like I said my piece on the matter. Um, but I do want to say just everybody who's an advocate, you know, be careful with speculation, be careful with doing, you know, the by any means necessary approach to taking down a movement is not the way to win. Uh it damages credibility for everybody. It hurts everybody, and it does good by nobody. Um, and so, I, I just want to share that. Uh, it's kind of I know it's kind of impromptu, but if you are an advocate, if you are an individual who's posting, and you know, know your facts, stick with your facts, ditch speculation, and uh, you know, understand that speculation hurts everybody and helps nobody. The only person that helps is it helps you get some clicks, maybe a little bit of extra money from the youtube creator fund or or i think that's tiktok tiktok creator fund or youtube um monetization platform uh it it doesn't help victims and it doesn't help justice come into play It, it just hurts a lot of people so anyway that's a little impromptu episode for you uh and I uh, just wanted to kind of riff on that really quick. I'd been answering some questions about this situation for somebody else, and uh, this came to mind and wanted to share it with you guys. So, thanks so much for uh, tuning in, and I'll catch you on the next interview episode of the Preacher Boys podcast. Thanks so much, and I'll chat with you real soon.